So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. If this capsule history of our progress teaches us anything, it is that man in his quest for knowledge and progress is determined and cannot be deterred. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, t- tonight's theme will be... Holy shit. What up, this is Jason Mewes, and you're listening to Nashcast up in this piece. Snoots to the nooch! You cookie cunt. It's just like <laughs> genetic dicks. Whoa, 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 easy, Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) And now every time she fucking comes over, she's like, how's your little tree? Turn around and said, "Shut up! You've had, you've probably had so many cocks. Your vagina's like a wizard's sleeve." Wow. Welcome to this episode of Nashcast. Sean is here. He is here. Adam is here. I'm here. And I am here. No big fancy introductions this time because I like to uh, mix things up every now and again. Awesome. So. Yeehaw. Yeah. I spent a lot of today thinking about the intros. In fact, I was like, I could make it humorous. I could do what I did last time. Like, you know, Mighty Midget, Captain Long Nuts. And those are currently the nicknames I'm going to stick for this episode as well. So that's fun. Good. Let's move on. <laughs> Good story, dude. Uh, I'm glad nobody objected. So that's I'm going to run with it and uh, assume that it's legally okay. It is legally okay. Thanks, um, buddy. My objection would be small anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, too small to notice. So, <laughs> speaking of aliens, long nuts, as we were earlier. Are we, we are leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, that's just great. The hell are we supposed to do now? What? <laughs> <laughs> Game over, man. <laughs> Why did you put her in charge? I'm reading it right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're inside the room. How condescending of her to be. Oh no, no, it wasn't Ripley, was it? When like um, beings were like, you know, <laughs> you're reading it wrong. Do you think that will freak Sigourney out when I meet her if I run up to her and be like, I'm reading it right, look. <laughs> yeah. I'm reading it right here, man. Um, yeah, speaking of aliens. Speaking of aliens, 
It's uh, to do with outer space. I'm going to send into outer space. Yeah, continue. But um, I got. I want to talk a little bit about something. I hopefully, hopefully, I say a little bit, but I don't know. Um, it was a really nasty segue, so I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I remember that Sean. I went to ask Sean about a story. He had a problem with an it person the other day. And, oh, I did have a problem with an it person. Yeah. And I, I don't was... like it people. I, <laughs> yeah. I think it people, and then I think the movie it, and then I think clowns, and I just I don't do well. <laughs> yeah, so I thought after the moment after it happened, I thought okay, because uh, we were texting, and it wasn't a deliberate thing because I was at work, but maybe there was a subconscious thing where I was just like, I'm not going to ask you too many details because you were not like really well, you were a little vague with your answers, but at the same time, I imagine the same as me, you were probably quite busy, or it seemed. You were quite busy at work as well. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? We're recording on Friday. This happened on was it like Wednesday or something. And I was um, like, this can wait till then. I'll bring it up. And if there's a story to be told, cool. If not, I'll cut it, move on. But um, yeah, tell us about your it problem. Okay, I'll tell you. And if, and, and if you cut it, then you cut it. And if you did, then fuck you, because I'm going to bear my soul. No. Okay, you say, uh, well, it depends how much like humor we can make out of it or not. Um, it was a really traumatic experience for me. I don't want you laughing. <laughs> well, okay. I know you do have um, it hard sometimes. So, with, without trying to give too much away, because I don't know if anybody that I work with will ever listen to this, or the people up in Birmingham. Um, have, you t- but, <laughs> have you told them whether like this guy's got a podcast? <laughs> no, I, I did tell him I didn't put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's them telling their friends. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, tiger, um, this tiger's got a podcast. <laughs> all right, so I'm doing this project. <laughs> this project involves a lot of IT stuff. I'm having lots of issues with it. Um, we've got the IT department on our side of things, so the company that I'm working for, and the IT department at their company. Something went wrong on Thursday morning. So I called our IT and they looked on the network or whatever they do to check to make sure everything's working fine. And they're like, oh, no, it's all good. It's definitely nothing from our side. Okay, fine. Can you yeah. get on the phone, talk to your comrades over in Russia? No, sorry, over in Birmingham. <laughs> I was going to say, are these guys Russian? <laughs> no. Um, no, talk to you your know, comrades. You know, talk to your counterpart, your equivalent on this side of it, and let's sort it out. C3PO? Yes. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So then he sends an email, not calls him. And I'm like, okay, fine. Then I get a phone call from somebody that works at the other company saying, their IT have looked at it. There's nothing wrong. What are you guys doing? I can't work. I can't produce. In the meantime, everybody that's trying to do the work is coming up to me going, you know, the scanner devices aren't working. The computers aren't working. What's wrong? This is shit. (laughs) Fix it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting really fucking frustrated because these two people just won't talk on the phone and sort it out. But you know me, I generally keep my cool unless something really sets me off. Dude, so, I, I have been there when I've seen you kick off and it's it's not pretty because I remember there was one time specifically that I was part of an issue and I felt really, really, really bad about it at the time and really guilty afterwards. And ever since then, I don't think, I'd like to think that I've not been a cause for you to get that way because it does take a lot to get you to kick off like that and yeah. uh it's not nice to be on the receiving end because you do have a, a really really good ability of putting people in their places when they've been out of turn 
Well, I, I'll thank you. I, you know, yeah. being being yeah. a man of small stature, I like to know that I put a bit of fear in people. You may be small, but you have big balls of presence. You hear that, Mister Longballs? I got big balls. Yeah, long nuts. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Get my like, fucking name yeah, right. I know, sorry, Christ. Captain Longnuts, that's it. That's, yeah, this is, we're talking about the man that knocks people out by teabagging them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. That would have been the perfect time to play your holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll cut it in. Yeah. No, you will not. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> you guys know me okay. too well. So... At this point, I'm I'm a little annoyed. I pick up the phone and call him, and he's like, you know, hey, you know, all happy go lucky, nothing's going wrong. And I said to him, can you please pick up the phone and call the IT guys over here and resolve this? It's getting really annoying, and it's really embarrassing when I'm standing here, and I've got nine people coming up to me trying to do work, and I can't explain what's going mm. on. And his exact words to me were, whoa, whoa, easy, tiger. <laughs> At which point I fucking lost it. Adam, can you repeat that in the Brummy accent? <laughs> whoa, 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 easy tiger. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, shit. And uh and this this you at this point this is where you drew the line. Yeah, I, I drew the line, I just said like look. This is fucking bullshit. I'm standing Did you say here. that? Yeah. I'm standing here. I look like a complete dick. Okay, where I can't explain to people what's going on. All we're trying to do is do simple tasks. Pick up the phone, talk to the other guy, and let's fix it. I don't give a shit who's at fault. Just someone put their hand up and stop making me look like an asshole in front of these people. And he was like, oh, oh okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get right on it. Hung up. And then I got fucking updates every 15 minutes for the rest of the day. Nice. So I must have like put the fear of God in this guy. Um, done. But yeah, I, just those those words. I'll never forget them because you ever see a film where someone says something and instantly you see rage on someone's face? And maybe if it's like a mm. cartoon or there's animation and you see like red in the background, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the guy turns into the Hulk and he's all green and he rages out. Yeah, it was like that. No, whoa, whoa, easy time. I, I think um I mean I, I don't want to like disrespect all the uh the it people out there because I know they well uh, half of the ones I've known uh, they do tend to do their job and they do try they do work as hard as the rest of us. Yeah. I can only again I'm not gonna mention any names because I'm in a similar situation as you, whereas I've mentioned the podcast, I've not mentioned anything further, like specific name apart from one I've worn that fucking shirt that says Nashcast on it. Um I've not gone out and like advertised it as such yet, um, but we got like a, a one guy in our IT department that he seems kind of like a nice enough, cool, down to earth kind of guy. But sometimes the way that he has, I've heard him speak to people is fucking disgusting, and he's just like you know, he, he kind of like talks to people like they should already know how to answer him. So he'll like ask somebody a question, they'll start answering it, but instead of like maybe answering it directly they start explaining a bit more than maybe they need to because that's what they're used to doing in in the department that i'm in and he'll like cut them off and be like no i just need this so then they start trying to explain or describe what it is that they think that this this person's after but then he says no i need and the more he does this the more he's getting frustrated and i'm like if this fucker like ever tries out of me i'll put him in his place and like tell him to go away 
guy just gonna be like, yeah, he doesn't deserve to support. It's like in our department, we have to like deal with a lot more shit than IT do. I'm sure they get probably a lot more requests via email and stuff, and their work is probably as backlogged as ours. But at the end of the day, you can still be decent with people. We have to all the time. So that fucking yeah. son of a cunt should do. <laughs> yeah. He said and, it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That's going to be my first uh, fuck you nomination of, of, of for a while uh, is to that guy because um, the IT guy because he is a bit of an asshole the way he talks to people sometimes and I don't think he realises it because I have seen a woman in our department who can have an attitude about her and put people in their places when she needs to and so far that's worked on my on, in my favour. Uh, she doesn't take shit from anybody, customers or staff or whatever. Um, but when this guy spoke to her like shit and she did nothing. And it shocked me because I was just like, whoa, I was like, you put everybody in their place but him? I was like, what's he got on you that you're afraid of that, you know, he's going to be exposed or whatever? He's probably got a four-inch penis that he's giving it to her good. A four-inch penis, you say? Wow. I don't know. That's an inch under uh, the average of, uh, in the UK. Or oh, is it America? I think it's internationally. Uh, oh, is it? I don't know. Damn, I'm good. I don't research cock sizes. Um, me neither. Long nuts? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm yeah. on lunch break every day. Is your sack actually longer than your penis? No. It's not erect? No. <laughs> there you have it. Let's talk girth for a minute. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's talk fuck you shoutouts. I am yeah, a, so, yeah, there's sorry. a girl in my work who is never going to listen to our podcast. I need, can I get this off my chest? Dude, yeah, come on. This is what we're Dude, here for. Get everything off your chest. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Get all that ice cream right now off your chest. I don't like her. Her name is Charlene. And oh, we're actually naming and shaming. Yep. And she's a. She <laughs> wants to throw out a surname as well. <laughs> she is a. She's a cookie cunt. I don't. I don't cookie like. Cookie. What's a cookie What's a cunt? Cookie cunt? <laughs> Does she look like a cookie? And a cunt. Oh, she is your typical. Does she taste like a cookie? Bimbo. I like my cookies in it. No, she is literally like that. She's Chocolate got, chip she's in it. She's like this. She's like, hi Adam. Hi Adam. How you doing? And I'm like, oh, does she talk with that like <sighs> sympathetic voice of like? Oh, yeah, geez, so and this is this is and Beanie. I love you, Beanie. It's very nice, Beanie. Yeah, she's <laughs> always talking shit about people, and she's really two faced, and she's always oh. like, "Hello, um, how's your how your day? How's your day going?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and I pretend to be on the phone just to ignore her. And but this is what really got me yesterday. She came over to my desk, and she was putting for a payment, and she sat down on the chair next to me. <laughs> I like where this is going. Not really, and oh, I've okay. got some ornaments on my desk some like characters and stuff i've tweeted a few of them ornaments um i've got like wait a minute, wait a minute. they're not figurines or statues or anything they're ornaments <laughs> no, i've got <laughs> is that what you call it when you're resting your massive balls on your desk <laughs> uh, yep <laughs> fuck you uh, i do not do that work if i did <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have a figurine of Betamax from Big Hero 6. I have a miniature Groot, and I have a little seagull who I called Steven Seagull. Oh, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> when I do a deal at work, I wind him up and I set him off. Oh, He's dear. Cut, okay? So she sits down next to me, and she's like, hi, <laughs> And I'm like, hi, cool. 
And then she looks at Groot and she's like, what's, what's, why, what's with the tree on your desk? <laughs> what's with this piece like, of wood? And I just looked at her and I went, I went, that's Groot. She went, what's, what's Groot? <laughs> and I was like, have you seen, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? And she went, what? And I was just like, we'll just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> she, and now every time she fucking comes over, she's like, how's your little tree? And <laughs> <laughs> that was your little tree. Okay, this love sounds that. really, really bad, but when you say that in exactly the way you did, it, it sounds, sounds like she's got she Down thinks syndrome. It's real. <laughs> it sounds like she's got Down syndrome. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, just whack her with your nutsack and knock her out already. Jeez. Just got no time for it. And We're just no, giving you a little tree. Just know who Groot is. Does she think that your little tree is real? Maybe. Every <laughs> she tried to water it. <laughs> Every time she... I do like nod him a lot. He's one of those, you know, the nodding groups. So he's always like wobbling his head. Right. But yeah, I'd fuck you, Charlotte. I need to get more on my desk. All I've got so far is a hockey puck, a baseball, sound wave with um, Ram... Ravage and Laserbeak and Rick Grimes, bitch. You need yeah. more on your desk? Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's quite a lot. Do you think? <laughs> oh, dude, you have, I'll, I'll have to take some pictures uh, tomorrow when I'm in because some desks are like, um, what are these fucking things called? Ami- Amiibos? Am- 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 Amiibos or something? Amiibos. Oh, Amiibos. Like those, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's things like that. Uh, statues, figurines. Uh, no ornaments I've seen so far, but like, yeah, literally like all these little things across their entire desk like under the monitor around the monitors or both monitors like in the background all sorts oh yeah I do have a minion on my desk as well um, nice. but yeah theirs compared to mine theirs look full and like interesting because there's different characters and stuff that tell a story with each single one and mine's just like sports zombies that's the it the two things that matter in life absolutely yeah but I feel oh, like but the only should... other thing you need is you need a flashlight there then you're set no I could take in my flashlight <laughs> <laughs> that on the desk. You put that on your desk. <laughs> you imagine? Oh my god! I wish. Because like, let me show you. Now, the thing is, like, nobody would like question it whatsoever. And the one time I'm not there, like, for my weekend up or something, there'll be like a power cut, and they'll be like, "Oh, don't worry, Scott's got one and like a flashlight on his desk." And then they'll like unscrew it. <laughs> See that it's a not a flashlight. Like semen on their fingers. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I clean my stuff after you have used it. You know. You know. Yeah, you know. Okay, so I want to I want to throw a fuck you card nomination out there as well. Oh, not to the uh, the it person on. Uh, no, actually, no. This this goes back a little ways, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name them because I have told these people about the podcast. It's me. Oh, uh, boo. No, it's, it's not you. But three people in one day said exactly the same thing, so they all get a fuck you card nomination. Uh, okay. Okay, I've got this T-shirt which I picked up at Comic Con a few years ago. Oh yeah, no, we did this, dude. <gasps> we, did, we didn't give him a fuck you card nomination. Yeah, we did it on. Did we not? No, I don't think so. Continue. And if oh, we did, okay. they deserve it again. All right, let's throw it back into the, the books then. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like it says a to-do list, and it's basically a bunch of geek things. So it's like you know, drink O negative, um, destroy the Death Star. Uh, I remember that T-shirt. Yeah, travel through the Stargate. <laughs> Basically, a whole bunch of geek things. So, naturally, I mean, I wear a lot of different shirts at work. Um, they're kind of usually all geeky, and people stop and they look at them, and they're like, oh, that's funny, you know, I'm not short, I'm fun-sized, or whatever it is. 
They read to this one, they're like, oh, okay, okay. You okay, sir okay. are fun-sized. Thank you. Um, and every one of them read through it, and when they got to this one line, they looked at me and they go, destroy the Death Star. What's the Death Star? Fuck you. Three people. Not one person on the face of this planet should not know what the Death Star is. Shame on them. Shame on their families. Shame, on, shame their on their families. Shame on their parents for not making them watch the film. Yeah. Shame on their neighbors. Shame on their friends. Shame on their dog. No, the dogs are okay. They're cool. Shame on their cows. Fuck you. Leave cows alone. All right. Shame mm -hmm. on their infections. No, that's fine. They can have that. Um, Just shame. For shame. More shame. So, <clears throat> we, won't actually, we won't actually give them the fuck you card because I'm not going to name them. So, but uh, they get a nomination on my book. Oh, okay. So, we've got, you're right. <laughs> so, we've got your IT guy, the three people that are anonymous, my IT guy that I don't actually know the name of, and Adam's Down syndrome person. Sarlene. <laughs> Apparently, there was a guy I wish. I knew him. His name was Tony. He left the company just before I started. Apparently, this is like a massive. Is he a is he a is he a tiger? No, this guy <laughs> this guy is a hero apparently because he didn't like her and they went out. I think it was a summer party for work, and they notoriously didn't get on because. But he went out with her. No. Oh. It was at a summer party, and apparently they were all around a pub table. There was about 15 of them at work, and she said something that really fucked him off. And like loads of people work have told me this, which is brilliant. And and he turned around because he was shit faced. Apparently, she's a bit of a slut. He turned around and said, <laughs> "Shut up! You've had you've probably had so many cocks, your vagina's like a wizard's sleeve." <laughs> 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 she, she cried and ran off <laughs> but did Holy she understand shit. what he was trying to say why did she cry because it's true <laughs> truth hurts bitch yeah well we've got um uh, i don't know about how you feel sean but so far i'm leaning towards a winner at the moment oh man i'm right there with you <laughs> surely um you cookie cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Do not use that in the intro. People will not listen to this episode. <laughs> oh, I love fuck, that. Fuck that's that, that's gone. I'm using that. You're a cookie cunt. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not listening to that episode. Who are these men? <laughs> <laughs> that's gold, bitch. I'm definitely putting that in the intro. Speaking of lots of dicks and vaginas, Ooh. that, I believe, would suggest that she's got quite a bit of space. Talking of space, Sean. Exactly. <coughs> yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> I had this uh, this thought come to me uh, a few days ago, and I was like, yeah, because well, we, we talked about it before. It was like uh, about a whole list of things. And I was like, maybe in a way of segueing into a future episode, where we talk more specifically about a whole bunch of shit. I wanted to talk about space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship. Oh, fucking Sean Connery's back. Damn it. What's he doing here? <laughs> yeah, the Starship Enterprise. Fuck you, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie cunt. 
To boldly go where no cookie cunch been before. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the right the moon landing. Right. Are you guys familiar with? Let's 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 take a step back from cookie cunts <laughs> for a minute and stuff. God damn it! So I'm sweating my balls off here because I don't want to have the fan on because it creates background noise as we've as we've discovered. Uh, again, no, no, this is a sacrifice. You're welcome. Um, are you guys aware of the Kennedy speech about the moon landing? Yes. Well, I'm going to play anyway. Okay. So <laughs> it's okay. Adam, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. I have heard it. This was but... uh, this was a dude that was a dude. He was an awesome dude. I could listen to this guy's like talk all day back in the day. Obviously, um, when Kennedy made the speech, it was the whole. Uh, I believe this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. And uh, check that quote, bitch, because I think I got it right word for word. And I think you may have. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I remember you... I was influenced um, a long time ago, the 30th year. This is going to sound really geeky now. The 30th anniversary of uh, Star Trek. I can't remember which anniversary, but something. Uh, they used... They well, put... it was the 30th, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but I don't know what of, like the original series, Next Gen. Oh, okay. Cool. In general, I don't know. <laughs> but they got, like, everybody that's ever been in Star Trek together, or all those that were alive and able to move and stuff. And, yeah, they did, like, a little video scene, great music, and they used some parts of his speech, and they used that specific part of the speech. And I, I heard it once, and it stuck with me ever since. And every time I started hearing it, I just like I get really excited because it's a great speech, uh, and I love I love his accent. Like I said, I could talk I could talk to him all day. I did anyway. I could listen to him all day. Um, I'm gonna play you like a, a bit of the speech if that's okay with you guys. I'm for it. Absolutely. Um, I, if it's too loud, give me uh, a wave, Sean. Adam, you can give him a wave. Yeah. <laughs> I won't see his. Uh, yeah, his long nuts are in the way. Ow. <laughs> Bear me one second. I had this all queued up. All right, so here we are. It's only, it's not long. It's only like three minutes, three, three plus something minutes. Okay. You want to play me the whole, ask the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. It's a good speech. <clears throat> By the time we're done with it, even though we've already done it, all three of us would be like, fuck yeah, let's go to the moon. Here we go. <laughs> Do you guys hear this? We meet yes. in an hour of change and challenge, in a decade of hope and fear, fear, in an age of both knowledge and ignorance. The greater our knowledge increases, the greater our ignorance unfolds. No man can fully grasp how far and how fast we have come. <laughs> but condense, if you will, the 50,000 years of man's recorded history in a time span of but a half a century. Stated in these terms, we know very little about the first 40 years, <laughs> except at the end of them, advanced man had learned to use the skins of animals to cover them. Then about 10 years ago, under this standard, man emerged from his caves to construct other kinds of shelter. Only five years ago, Man learned to write and use a cart with wheels. Christianity began less 
than two years ago. The printing press came this year. And then, less than two months ago, during this whole 50-year span of human history, the steam engine provided a new source of power. Newton explored the meaning of gravity. Last month, electric lights and telephones and automobiles and airplanes became available. Only last week did we develop penicillin and television and nuclear power. This is a breathtaking pace, and such a pace cannot help but create new ills as it dispels old. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. If this capsule history of our progress teaches us anything, it is that man in his quest for knowledge and progress is determined and cannot be deterred. We shall send to the moon, 240,000 miles away, a giant rocket more than 300 feet tall on an untried mission to an unknown celestial body and then return it safely to Earth. But why, some say, the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why, 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone. And therefore, as we set sail, we ask God's blessing on the most hazardous and dangerous and greatest adventure on which man has ever embarked. You guys get all that? Ah, move, moving. Great speech. What was that music in the background? Because that was good. Uh, I will text you the details later. Um, I don't know about that hand, but I do know the, the sound piece, and I can look into it and let you know, because it is an awesome piece of soundtrack. I first heard the speech without the music. Still really moving and whatnot. Oh, yeah. But the, uh, the, the music certainly does add to it. And, yeah, that dude knew how to fucking give a speech. Um... Apart from when he like, went to Germany and he called himself a donut, but apparently. But <laughs> apart from that, no one's perfect. <laughs> um, he meant to say I'm German, but he said I'm a donut instead. But yeah, so space. And this is I did, this all came about like months and months and months ago because I got reading an article. It starts off like this, guys, before I get into my question. 1950... <laughs> I, I took uh, inspiration there from... Uh, from uh, JFK there for a moment. 1959. Monkeys survive space mush, uh, mission. Uh, mushroom, mission. Two monkeys have become the first living creatures to survive a space flight. Abel, a seven pound female um, rhesus monkey. Oh yeah, rhesus. Yeah, makes sense. And Baker, a one pound female squirrel monkey were... Oh, how did they get a squirrel monkey? They breeded them. They took a spirit, a squirrel, 
come to fuck a monkey, got a squirrel monkey. Aha. Uh -huh. And then send them to space. Create a new species, and then send them on a perilous oh, journey. Monkey. Interesting. So they were fired 300 miles in space in uh, the nose cone of a Jupiter missile AM-18 from Cape Carnival in Florida. The flight, which reached speeds of up to 10,000 miles per hour, lasted 15 minutes, and the monkeys were recovered 1,500 miles away in the uh, South Atlantic near Puerto Rico. The pair, who were weightless for nine minutes, can you imagine, like, a couple of monkeys being weightless in, like, zero-g gravity or whatever it is? Just, like, I'm assuming they were probably strapped in throughout the entire period, but if they had a moment... Can you, like, uh, imagine, like, you know, when they got up there, they were just, like, they think we're so dumb, and they just unhooked themselves in the seatbelts and have, had a party in zero-g negative gravity. <laughs> Hit play on the stereo and banged out some tunes. Uh, what do you think they were listening to? Oh, uh, uh, at that time, uh, I was gonna. My first instinct would have been the Who, but I don't know what songs they'd done up or if at all by 1959. I reckon that they were they were pretty sophisticated monkeys. They were rocking out to some Sinatra. Yeah, definitely yeah, Sinatra. Oh, Sinatra, yeah. yeah. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> 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 who, yeah, the flight, yada, 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 the pair who were weightless, we've done that. A spokesman for the medical... Oh, wait a minute. They were being monitored uh, throughout the flight for changes in their heartbeats, muscular reaction, pulse velocity, body temperature, and rate of breathing. Apparently, everything was recorded as normal and successful. I'm pretty positive that if you stick an animal into a speeding object that's going to create a certain amount of G-forces, and then they're going to be in a weightless atmosphere... I think there's probably going to be a lot of changing um, things like the heartbeat and pulse and obviously it's part of the heartbeat and um, muscular reactions and all that kind of shit. Uh, I don't think they were being completely accurate in this report from 1959. I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Does it say that, that it was completely normal or was it, it was within normal parameters? Uh, they said... They didn't say much. A spokesman for the Medical Research and Development Command of the U.S. Army said the monkeys were in perfect condition on their return. Data, mm -hmm. data recorded throughout the flight will be analysed over the next two weeks. And that was all that was mentioned about it. Two um, weeks. Yeah. Although regarded as a success by space experts, the mission has been heavily criticised by animal welfare groups. Now, this is a fair point because the Russians, the, the, the old Reds, um, can, we, are they, can we still call them that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, they used to send up animals all the time into space, from dogs to monkeys and all sorts. Do you think, like, if we, let's say, like, at this moment in time, none of us, anybody on the planet, we've not um, accomplished uh, a trip to the moon. Uh, we've barely discovered space travel. Do you think in this current day and age, in this uh, uh, the climate that we're in at the moment... Would we still send animals up first, or do you think we would be like, okay, let's look for some human volunteers and get them to sign a disclosure of like, you know, we will not, you know, uh, give if, if should something happen, your family will not be entitled to sue us for millions and millions because you volunteered, yada yada yada. Uh, how do you think it would go now? Because obviously, back in 1959, it was a completely different era back then. So was it? Yeah, uh, according to my research. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, 
Yes, I think we would still send animals up into space uh, to make sure it was safe or something like that. Okay. Personally, I think that they should use chavs to test it with, and once they're in orbit, accidentally hit a button and blow it up. But <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> Hello, Adam. Where are we going today? To the <laughs> fucking moon. <laughs> I would love to send her up there. <laughs> Why am I getting on a rocket, though? No, just get in. It's all it's all fake. Why is there nothing but white rock? <laughs> Will my skipping rope work in this gravity? <laughs> I'd love to send her to the moon. Uh, and and send her, there she goes. Send her up with a chimp. <laughs> Oh dear! You know all of my intros just gonna be comments about this poor chick. That is a really realistic gorilla outfit. You look so real. <laughs> are you a real ape or are you a monkey? Do you think we could train the monkey to say something? <laughs> Caesar like, is home. Cunt. <laughs> Cookie cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Everything she says to him. <laughs> Cookie cunt. Everything. <laughs> I think the, the, the monkey or the ape should like distract her by like the moment every time she tries to engage with him, he pulls out like a, a hand puppet of an ape. <laughs> <laughs> just and just moves his hand around and then therefore she just like interacts with his hand while he just says nothing and just eats a eats a banana or something. Cause oh, I, oh, I okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think even I, I think the monkey or ape or whatever it would be the primate let's go with uh, I, I think even they would have a, a certain amount of tolerance for uh, this woman that you've characterised for us on this lovely here podcast <laughs> <laughs> how are we going to get back to the earth you're not <laughs> <laughs> monkey just is just like Writes out a note saying "Wait here," and he just jumps into uh-huh. jumps into the shell and locks the door. <laughs> Will you be back soon? She gets the move. What do you mean? What's a deceptor plong? What are you? I don't care. What do you mean? Why are you on the moon? <laughs> uh, send her to the moon. I don't. I don't wish her to go to the moon. You want to send more intelligent people out there. Let's send her to Hades. So what was your question originally? Oh, would we still send animals up? Oh, no, that was the original question. That was a question that I did. Pass. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, yeah, in this day and age, I mean, obviously... Yes, I do think we would. Social media would explode because you have all the uh, animal rights activists being like, oh, my God, social media, let's flood it, and they'd be against it. That's fine. But scientifically, you think that's what we'd still do? Yes, I do. Uh, okay, cool. Fair enough. Um, that leads me into the actual moon landing itself in 1969. Yes. Do we all think it happened? Yes. 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 Um, I think so as well. I was reading something up on this because you told me that I needed to uh, Do bring something to the table on this subject. Yes. I think it's too much. I think it's too it's too big of an event to have been orchestrated because something would have leaked substantially. I think it's definitely true. I think it's real. And listening to, or not listening to, but reading up on some of the reasons why people think that it's fake. Yeah. A lot of these things I'm like, well, that's either I, it, it sounds like people are reaching for straws or I could quite easily explain it. I mean, a couple of the things. 
the first list apparently on on like the top of conspiracy theorists. The missing stars. Uh, no, that's number two. Oh, sorry, first, go for it. Number one, give me number, number one. Number one was um, apparently no plans for return trips. Oh God. What? what? I mean, that's that's such a stretch. Like maybe there were plans. Maybe they got there and they're like, "There's no fucking point. We got there. There's nothing else to do. We're not going back." But you know, there 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 were other attempts at it. Well, if you look at the let's wind the clock back a little bit. Look at the uh, the mission parameters. That was set out on a, as part of a massive presidential campaign. It was JFK in the early 60s. That was his thing of like, you know, what can we do in, in, in a decade? And they were like, we've done a lot of things. You know, the Russians have gone to space. What can we do that's better than that? Let's be the first to put a man on the moon. That became the mission. And obviously to not fulfill that and like kind of hope that it gets forgotten about, which would not have happened with the news, uh, the media being involved. Um, they would have looked really bad, and I think that's why they they went to do it. But it was like once it was accomplished, and they're on the moon. Why? Why do they need to go? Why do we need to send anybody back there? Unless I, I mean, I understand certain scientific expeditions that we can go grab some moon rock that's fresh and not a couple of a few decades old, and analyze it, test it, see differences for scientific shit, but. Uh, for someone to ask, what is that right stuff? Is that white stuff usable? And I don't be like, no, it's not cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and and so from that scientific point of view, it makes sense. And I, I do. I'm pretty. There have been like trips since, but there's no. You would think at this point they would be like, why have we not gone up and started? We we started to build years ago this this international space station. Why don't we just like change its trajectory, plant it on the moon, and then go and build an atmosphere dome, and then so colonize it and all that kind of stuff? Um, obviously, one funding is a problem. It would sort out the economy because it would create a lot of jobs. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, it's just it's not feasible at the moment. But like once you once you've gone there and you've got a load of samples and everything like that, why do we need to keep going back there? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I think at a certain point, once it's it's more economical to, to travel. Yeah. So maybe like warp. When you so can I, grab I, a I taxi from New York. We, yeah, not that we need like, you know, warp technology to get to the moon or anything like that, but it could get you there faster. Then you start constructing on there. Because at the moment, it, it costs like hundreds of millions, billions to like get people there. And you're going to do that routinely while you try and build something. It, it's, it's a waste of money. Yeah, so, uh, totally. Yeah. Um, other other reasons on here, things are said is like shadows. The only source yeah, of light on the moon was the sun, but shadows were cast in multiple directions. How do you know there weren't fucking spotlights on the um on on the craft, and they they weren't trying to shine a bit of light on the situation? Yeah, well, they probably would have. I mean, I don't know the full details either myself, and this is something that we'll look into in for the future episode when we talk about dun 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 conspiracies, but. Yeah, chances are they, I'm pretty certain they did set up like um, uh, instruments of like uh, lighting and stuff to to enhance the picture. Otherwise, it would be really naive to think like, oh yeah, you go up there, just rely on the sun's light to be able to film stuff and assume that it won't be too bright or too dark. Uh, you know, at this point of time. Yeah, That's no, no, I, 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 I completely agree with you. It's... Yeah. Okay. So I, I think I think it's true. And then there's something else that I, that I read on the same article, which says that in 1978, the movie Capricorn 1 was released about a fake manned mission to Mars. That's a really good film. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen it. Mission um, to Mars. Oh, it's, it's very dated now, and it wouldn't hold up very well. But the the principle of... Um, uh, I mean, spoilers. It's uh, got the guy from Forrest Gump in it, hasn't it? And Apollo 13. I... What, Gary Sinise? Yeah, Mission, Mission to Mars has got Gary Sinise. This yeah. is like Capricorn 1. No, yeah, yeah, that one, the original, like, is basically the whole thing of, like, astronauts uh, think they're about to do it, kind of paid off and killed off in process of when they find out that the whole thing's... Uh, um, I want to use the word spook, but I don't know that's right, when it's all a lie. Uh, and, they, you know, there's the potential chance that they might go public. A couple of them die in car accidents and stuff because back in the day that's how the secret service used to take out people and one of them escapes and has not the best ending in the world but it, it, that was like um, one of the starters i think of the whole conspiracy uh theory uh, type thing as far as movies go doesn't hold up but it did start it, did start it. it. it's um, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think it's a silly comparison. Because when I'm reading this, it says about the movie being made 1978, so it was nine years after the moon landing. Yeah. Uh, the movie was made for a budget of $4 million, and comparisons have been drawn between the movie and the fake moon landing hoax, the conspiracy theory, which I'm guessing is a, is a, um, like a moon, or a, a documentary about the moon landing possibly being a hoax. Mm. But I mean, how do we know that the filmmakers didn't see the moon landing footage because it was broadcast? And then was like, oh, that looks cool. We'll make a movie that looks like that. Yeah. So I, for me, I mean, there are other conspiracies, which we'll hit in another episode, that I find far more believable than saying the moon landing was, was a fake. Yeah. And I can't get, I can't see the reasoning behind it. Yeah. I think there's also one of the, the, the key points for me is that, uh, and I know it's any, any time after 1969, we could have, like, when I say we, I mean America, could have, like, gone up there planted some shit and stuff which I'm pretty certain probably would have been noticed by uh, other authorities because they probably have tracking shit that notify that, that notices when uh, shuttles and stuff are leaving the earth um, but it's like you can still you can apparently see um, actual shit on the moon the, all the stuff that was left there from the original landing and stuff you need like a really really powerful telescope <laughs> But apparently, that is, that is it, all this stuff is visible. So, yeah, and if that is the case, then isn't, isn't that, I guess it's not irrefutable proof, but, what, I mean, it just seems to me really silly of like, okay, we'll fake it, and then we'll actually go there just to leave a couple of things so that if people ever question the validity of the original landing, there's proof there that yeah. we, we went, I don't know. To me, I don't know, it doesn't, it's thin. It's pretty fucking thin. It's pretty thin, Riggs. All right, um, long nuts. Any addition to that, or shall we move on? I say moving on, sir. Okay, right. Well, um, you guys have a bit of an inkling now. Into uh, in a future episode, we're gonna hit some, some uh, not controversy, some. What's the word I'm looking for, Sean? Conspiracy yes. theories. We're gonna hit some stuff. What's real? What's not? What? How could be? What could not be? And it, maybe. <laughs> absolutely and maybe as a guest for this episode I'd love to get this um, what's her Older. name Charlene Charlotte you're, no you're, I'd love to get on no wait a no. minute what's the moon have we been to the moon 
Jesus Christ. What a sub-conspiracy. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> yeah. Would, oh, God. I thought the Loch Ness Monster was a hamster. I'm going to try and record her secret at work and then play it on a podcast. <laughs> dude, dude, I'll pay you money if you succeed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I was going to... Yes, sir. Speaking of Loch Ness, because you just mentioned her. Ah, Lockie. She's real. Uh, I don't. I don't want to debate the 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 whether she's real or not. But I do want to hit you with something that I read. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I found this article, um, which was posted two days ago. Um. And uh, I'm not going to bury the lead. It says the mystery of Loch Ness UFO photo deepens. Uh huh. Okay. Recently, uh, a story came out about tourists who were living in Scotland's famous Loch Ness. Um, who came away from their vacation with a curious photo that subsequently became an internet sensation. Well, it couldn't have been that sensational because I didn't fucking hear about it. Um, Me neither. When Alan Betts and his wife Anna... Well, right away, you know it's bullshit because when people put their names in there, they're just fame whores. Um, So when they looked at their holiday pictures, they uh, after returning from their York... Or sorry, returning to their York, UK home, they noticed something odd in the following image that had been taken by Anna's mother. Oh, I've seen so many of these things of like people, they've been on holiday, they've taken pictures, and it's not until they've gone home and looked at it and they're like, oh my god, I was so terrified because I didn't know that was there or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm looking at this picture, and basically it shows, it looks like fucking water drops on a window, and they've gone, <laughs> oh, it's a UFO! <laughs> um, now someone has jumped in here and has, has said that, you know, more than likely... It's double glazing. There was a light on side in the room, and it, it reflected, and it's kind of like a double exposure on the, on the window pane. It's not a fucking UFO. Um, mm. And as the story goes on, you know, it, it's pretty thin about whether or not this is a UFO. But it did get me thinking. What if no one's ever, like, made, like, a real valid sighting, you know, like, concrete evidence of Loch Ness? Because it's an alien, and it's got a spaceship, and it's always it's kind of coming and going. As it pleases. Mm, and it's just fucking around idea. with people because it'd be like, ooh, today it's Tuesday. We get lots of tourists on Tuesday. I'm jumping in my cloaked ship and I'm fucking off to the Bahamas for a little while. Oh, dude, you, you, there's a film to be made there and I can tell you how this could work. Okay, it's got a, it's got a ship that's got like a kind of some sort of stealth mode to it. Yes! We can let the graphic team deal with that later on how it works and stuff. But the creature itself, kind of reptilian and whatnot, but kind of average human size. Until, because of the species that it is, being alien and all, when it interacts with water, it grows. Its mass just expands to this kind of size of, like, what we've heard about Loch Ness. And so, it has to do this. It's just part of its, its yeah. natural living cycle. It has to enter the water and do that. It's Otherwise, kind of a way of healing yeah. and growing and stuff. And then it, and like, like, it stays there for a few days. A lot of people will think they've had sightings. It eats some shit. It kind of regenerating in a way and then it comes out and once like that process is complete it shrinks down to normal size hops into its uh, stealth craft and fucks off for a little while love it spielberg yeah. get us up yes we should copyright mm-hmm. that shit. too dark for spielberg nobody take that idea i'm gonna work on this for a little bit <laughs> see uh, if i can write some shit down and, and sell it charlene oh, cool. can be in it she can be eaten <laughs> i think there's something in the water Hello, Mr. Nessie. Do you want a cookie? Can't. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think like every time, every like story or film idea that we ever like pitch, whatever, there should be some, some like some woman in the background with cookies or something. She's been immortalized now. Is that gonna, is that gonna be like her signature, like, <laughs> she, like Simon, like Edgar Wright with his cornettos? It's gonna be yeah, some bitch she, with a cookie. I think uh, so. She's like our new mascot. Because <laughs> proper fans, every time they see her, they'd be like, "Oh my god, it's her!" Yeah. <laughs> And then 15 years from now, that poor bitch is going to be sitting at Comic-Con and someone's going to come walking towards her table. <laughs> and, and then, then they walk off. <laughs> and then, oh, they're going to be shattered and like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if she went home and killed herself after that. Dude, don't put that on me, man. I don't need that. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into this. Someone might have made her day and I could have destroyed it equally. Uh, oh. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle that. Wow. That's, um, no, I like this, uh, um... That's a that's a script in progress. It is. Yeah. So I was yeah. trying to think back to the story, but I got sidetracked with the other story that we created that seemed <laughs> more compelling to like think about. But um, yeah, Loch Ness is yeah, a Loch Ness UFO aliens, or it's an alien. It's the last of its kind. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's, it's definitely. It's a good theory. It's a good story for sure. Um, and why not? That would explain why there's been so many sightings for like so long, and then all of a sudden, nothing for so long. That's Makes it. sense. I'll write that shit, type it up, cut it from the podcast so no one takes it from us. Yeah, um, you fucking scoundrels. Get your own long nuts. Yeah. <laughs> These non long nuts belong to us. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Long Nuts Productions. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Let's copyright that there. Long night productions. Long night productions. Yeah, and then we're all like, yeah, we'll start our own production company. Let's do it. Toil music. <laughs> cookie, 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 come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like I can and... see it. the credits come up. We're like, you know, long night productions produced by cookiecunts.com. You know how you get like at the end of it when it's like um uh the bad robots thing, it's like bad robots or like the sit ubu sit all that kind of stuff. And we'll have one at the end I'm where it's, where it's just uh, going, Would you like a cookie? <laughs> <laughs> What's that tree? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, we mix it up. So one's like, you know, is that a tree? And like, is that a cookie? Would you what like is, a cookie? What's this white powder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I try some? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we might have like a massive amount of success on our hands in the near future based on this poor innocent soul that we're predominantly about to give a fuck you, Carty. <laughs> um, hey, it's nice to benefit off others, huh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so um okay yeah, so Loch Ness, good story there, Sean. Uh obviously again with the uh uh the space program in nineteen sixty nine. We'll hit that on um a future episode as well, because that is part of the subcategories of stuff to talk about. Uh any other stories? I think I got loads of them. What do you want, man? Do you want scientific stuff? Do you want a throwback to something we talked kind of a throwback to something we talked about before? Do you want some dirty stuff? What oh. do you want? Dude. I've got a movie trivia one. Oh, all right. Let's let's throw it over to to uh, Captain Longnuts. Yeah, come on, Captain. Captain oh. LN. Let's do it today. Right now, the today. Anniversary. Oh yeah. 
of Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I literally just went off like the first night to like what you were humming. Today's the anniversary. Thirty years today, Back to the Future was released. And despite the fact that this episode will probably come out in about four weeks' time, so it's probably some point towards the end of July. We are recording on the 3rd of July. Here's to a great movie. A great franchise. Great razor, glass, or a bottle, or whatever it is you have in your hands at the moment. I would even raise a glass to part three. You know? Yes. one and two were amazing. Three actually had its moments. Three has its moments, 100%. I love one. Two, two, I, oh, two. two I remember like being really a lot of good childhood memories growing up with that. Uh, probably Leah Thompson. But it doesn't hold up well. Not against the first film. The no. first film holds up better, I think. Yeah, because and I think it's because they tried like too many effects in the second film. The third one... Uh, a lot of people give it shit and stuff. I'm a bit of a fan of like the, the Wild West stuff. There's not enough of it, in my opinion. I agree. Not enough quality, anyway. Because I remember a lot of cuss in the 50s and 60s when you had um, what was his name, John um, Wayne. Yeah, John Wayne and Clint Eastwood doing like Wild West movies every other week. It was too much, but they could do so many now, which they already have done, like Tombstone, Unforgiven, and uh, uh, John Carpenter's Vampires and stuff. Which is not technically Western, but it's like a, it's got a Western theme to it, so it kind of falls. They they could they could have adapted that, uh, or they could do that and turn it into a Western, so it still kind of counts in a kind of post um, uh, production kind of way. <laughs> anyway, so Westerns, yeah, three Back to the Future three. I I enjoyed it, and I it does stand better than two because they use less effects. And there are some really great kick-ass moments in it um, that I enjoyed. The, the the recurring characters again, the uh, the Biff fella, his descendant, or is that, is that right, descendant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Griff, Griff. Yeah, Griff, the whole thing, the fact that that's still a constant, they're all just a whole fucking family line of assholes. Is they brilliant. are, aren't they? Yeah. It's just like <laughs> genetic dicks. Yeah, and even like, yeah, and to the end of like, you know, Marty doing the whole jewel thing with it, spoilers, by the way. And they, uh, they haven't, don't know how, like, nobody didn't see it because, <laughs> my, uh, Marty McFly as a character and Michael J. Fox, both short, tiny guys. So you think you would notice somebody who's wearing, like, a hundred pound chunk of metal or something under <laughs> a vest or whatever, or the, the poncho that he had. But still, I, I felt like after the watching that, you had the same kind of ending like you did in the first one where it was just like, oh my God, do you think that's it? You know, because like in the first one, you see Doc Brown turning up there. He's like, no, I told you, Marty. And he's just like, oh, that's great. So he's going to die. And Marty watches him die again. But he doesn't because he glued the ladder back together. You kind of get that throwback at the end where you see that kind of like saw, which was awesome. And in the third one, it's the same. You think that's it. He's done. He's grown old and died with that um, bitch that he hooked up with. Charlene, we'll call her. And... um, yeah, it turned out not to be the case. He, he shows up in the future because he built a fucking time machine out of a train somehow. They didn't need to travel <laughs> 88 miles an hour. <laughs> Doc's fucking MacGyver. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, <laughs> there are like awesome scientists out there. Um, but yeah, 
I don't know. Um, Marty, I gotta get back to the future again. Give me a can opener <laughs> and a horseshoe. I'm set. <laughs> yeah. So wow, I didn't realize that was the anniversary of today. So yeah, 1985. Good, good shout indeed, dude. How how would you rate um like one, two, and three? Here we go. I can do it right now for you. One, two, three. I'm well, giving scores off the it bat. Is what I asked. <laughs> one, nine, nice, two, eight, Ooh. three. Seven. Ah, oh. nine eight seven. Mm-hmm. Three. Mm. Sean, hit me. Go. Spur of the moment. Okay, spur of the moment. Oh, I would go three ten. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I would. I would yeah. go. It's going to be very similar to yours. Uh, one nine. Uh, two eight three. Probably a six. Okay. Go, Nash. I would. Probably be more so inclined to agree with you again. Going from memory, one nine two eight three seven. Nice. Based on what I remember at, at this moment in time, I'd probably say one nine two seven three seven. Okay. But I'd like to sit down and watch them again and judge them coherently, as uh, without you know any. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> Drink should, we have, should we have a back to day? Yeah, every time Doc says Great Scott, we have a shot. <laughs> and every time he says Great Scott, Scott has two shots. Nice! And every time that Mighty McFly is all like, Ha, ah, Doc! And like grabs his head or whatever, we drink something else. A Jägermeister. Yeah. We're going to be so fucked by the end of this marathon. I'd love to do a Back to the Future Day. I, That's I a see, great. I, let's do that. That's I, a great show. I feel Independence Day stole like something because we talked about this the other day. That um, it stole something from this film because you remember the guy. Oh, air saluted. The guy that's just like you know <laughs> vultures answers the door with a shotgun. That's what that bald-headed guy from He Mast He He Masters He Man Masters of the Universe did in the second film when McFly is sort of like the future's changing everything. He's like what the fuck whatever, and he goes to his old uh, neighborhood or whatever and. The bold guy, like, he answers the door with a shotgun. Do you remember, Matt? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that might have been inspired by that scene. Maybe. Yeah. Inspired by, but it was done better in Independence Day. Yeah. Ah, vultures. Vultures. <laughs> They're cutting me up. What do you want me to do? <laughs> go, go, I can't go, go faster. Go, uh, go faster. <laughs> what are you afraid? We're going to get to Washington? It's not going to be there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Still the way Jeff Goldblum looks at me at that point. It should be like, don't, don't, don't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> you punch a president? Yeah. <laughs> Checkmate. Time travel. Huh? Doctor Who? No. Back Terminator. To the oh, Time Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Time travel. And Terminator. Do-do, I got something do-do, else for do-do. you. Do-do, do-do, do-do. I've been waiting for you. With a hoodie that won't be designed for 20 years. Yeah. Oh, I'm so worried about her. I'm so worried about well, her. Well, you know what? I was going to mention, because you've seen it, right, Adam? I was going to do... Anyway, no. Yeah, so, no, carry on. Um, so I'm going to... Um, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to go not. see it tomorrow. Okay, fine. I'm going to do um, we're gonna do an episode um, uh, at some point uh, shortly down the road where after we've like all seen it, um, I'd like everybody to be refreshed for like watch all the Terminator films. And okay. the new one, so we can like have a good proper discussion. Make notes as you go, where possible. Not in the movie theater when you're watching the new film. Like watch it and enjoy it. Try and make notes afterwards. Um, and then yeah, we'll do a Terminator specific episode. We'll throw in some quotes, some some uh, 
theatrical trailers for sound effects and stuff and whatnot. Don't we'll do impressions. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, We're guys. Hitting. Good. It's good to have your support. Cool. So, oh. being being as, you know, time travel Terminator, we just touched on Terminator a little bit. Can I hit you with something kind of Terminator-ish related? Sure. As you know, in the Terminator franchise, Skynet is an evil military computer system that launches war on humanity. Wait and a minute. I... Is it? Is it really? Ooh. Just in case you didn't know. It's because, uh, like, and the only way this could have become operational if somebody, like, hit the are you sure, click yes button, and it was probably some chick called Jarlene or something. Yes, I was. Sure, are you was. sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure? I think I'm sure. I must be sure, because I asked myself that I'm sure. <laughs> have another cookie, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. So, we've all seen the films. The films are well known about. Um, you still with us there, Mr. Nash? Yeah, I'm just in my lap. Ah, okay, cool. Um, <sighs> sorry, I didn't really want to talk to your cock there. Oh, sorry, Whoa. I didn't realize it was, it was hanging and swinging. Um, I, I know you just wanted to try and get the swing of things, but... <laughs> Too shit. Okay, so we've all, we've all seen the film. I'm going to paraphrase, paraphrase some of this article. We've seen the film. We know that Skynet is an evil entity. Um, you know, it, it's hell-bent on destroying humanity, or whatever it is. So, apparently, <clears throat> having seen the film anyway, or knowing about it, <laughs> the NSA sat down and thought, you know what? Fuck it. You know what would be a good name for a, uh, a program they want to create? Skynet. Skynet. Um, and is apparently, it right? is it not copyrighted? Apparently, uh, fucking great. <laughs> from a report that was intercepted, when you put her in charge, <laughs> details of the of the NSA Skynet program. It uses metadata to pick out potential terrorists from bulk data collections, <laughs> and uses this is how it starts. And uses, amongst other things, this is how it started. Um, or feeds information into possible drone attacks. <laughs> on these terrorists. That's great. Now, oh, that's fucking great. At some point in time, this program, like, is it going to, like, maybe it'll catch a glimpse of, of Terminator playing in the background at somebody's house or anything? Dun, dun, be dun, like, dun, dun. Skynet? I'm Skynet. Drones? I got drones. Now we're going to call them hunter killers? Fuck it. Let's fuck them all up. This is such a bad idea. Do you not? Well, it could be, I can see, like, how it could be a good uh, deterrent. This is a terrible idea. No, it's a no, it's, no, it's awesome. Oh, it's a bad, bad. This idea. is how again. This is how like the government mixed in with like the whole Amazon drones thing. This is like we've already talked about this in episode five and thirty of Nashcast. Go back and listen to them. The end of the world and this episode is... sixty, which is now available. You can go back and listen to that too. It was released a weekend something ago. Was it? Yeah. By the oh. time this episode comes out, yes, it was. Yes, oh, it yes, it was. <laughs> Sorry, did you need a little sign there? I need, like, yeah. you know, I'm about to like. Do I would, but Adam can't see it. Uh, well, yeah, true. Adam, you need to upgrade your bullshit so that I can like give you a hand signal when I'm doing an ad, and you guys can like be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So yeah, the, ooh, it came out last week. Yeah. Why Stallone invited? Yeah, all right, Stallone. Where's he come from? No, oh, I don't know. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, yo. He's a <laughs> Yanni. There was a good dog. Let's have a stogie, yo. <laughs> Speaking, hey, Sly, sorry, hey, Sly, what, what, Sly, what do you think about the NSA's Skynet? Good idea or bad idea? Yeah, yo, 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 I think it's a good idea, you know. Uh, 
<laughs> as long as they don't make my movies. I'm a stogie. Arnie over there, what, do you think it's a good idea? Are you going to rise up and fight against the machines? Uh, never happened in my lifetime. The machines are already in control, are they not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I pose the question to Adam and to Scott. How is this not a bad idea? Terrible idea. He asked you first, dude. Thank you. Okay, Nash, well, you like it. You like all things that are death and destruction and turmoil yeah, and no, mayhem. I, and... Uh, I think it's good. I'm all, I'm one of those pros of, like, um, uh, proing for stuff that are pros. And um, I like it's If I can compare it slightly for one second to the whole um, person of interest scenario of, like, you know, a machine, an artificial, artificial intelligence device... And it doesn't even need to be like artificially intelligently based, but something that can like monitor all kinds of communication across like through security cameras, cameras of everywhere, buildings, street posts, whatever you've got a camera on, phones and whatnot, and you know having access to that, and that that gets monitored, and through a machine process, it like identifies certain threats based on certain names like president names and bombs, C4, things like that. Things that get, basically that happens now on the phone calls. Things that are like get highlighted if you mention certain words. And then that gets tagged and then they run like a, a like a filter of like what it's about. So if I was to say in a text, oh, I want to kill the president of the United States of America, that will get flagged. But, like, investigation will prove that it's all, like, you know, it's just a joke, whatever, that it's not an actual threat and all that kind of stuff. And I'm I'm all up for it because I'd rather have too much security and, like, at the end of the day, I'm not the kind of person to be, like, taking uh, nude selfies of myself or sex videos or whatever that I'm worried about it being posted on the internet. Although, technically, that has already happened and I've learned from the mistake. Um, Whoa! <laughs> That's a conversation to be had later. <laughs> no, no, Sean, push. <laughs> no, 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 in a second. And, I, and I think that, that's wanted. Stop Dr- saying push when he's talking about <laughs> sex videos. I'd rather, I'd rather things um, be too safe and us be aware of terrorist threats than, not, you know, than having the ability to do something about it and it not being done because people are too worried about their rights as far as like, you know, um, what should be revealed and data and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck off. Like, if, like, you know, how many people would have, like, said, um, well, they already mentioned this in the whole, uh, quisting of 9-11 back. They did a thing of, like, you know, if, if we could have, like, you know, introduced a system that could have, like, you know, it would in- involve in a way, quote unquote, invading your personal space by monitoring emails, phone calls, um, text messages through an automated, no, no, uh, an artificial, Fuck, I don't know what the, uh, the correct phrase is. Through a system, a machine that like goes through, like I said, and filters out all the, the shit that could correspond to a terrorist attack. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people said they were quite happy for that. Before 9-11, the majority of people said they were against that. And now I'm sure, now that it's been quite a while, I'm sure a lot of people would still be, they've like flip-flopped back and would be against it again. I'm all up for it. I couldn't care less. I'm well, all up for it as well. Yeah, I'm not. I just don't think it should be called Skynet. No, um, well, uh, 
I think the name of it is immaterial. Let's say now I get where you come from because of the well, reference no, of Terminator. Of but let's say let's say the person that has designed the program that's come up with like a filter, the way that doesn't that's not like in in that intrusive with people's accounts and emails and text messages and stuff. And it, 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 you know they've got like a, a pretty a fail-safe system that could work. And like yeah, you know, the the government goes to them and uh, and they're like yeah, hey, so yeah, I like your system. What should we call it? And his surname just happens to be Skynet. Why not call it after himself? Okay, you got me there. I got nothing on that. Yeah, um, I'm nothing. pretty. I'm pretty sure that there's no one out there whose name is Skynet. Um, I'll let you know. But I'm pretty certain there are people yeah. out there probably called Skynet. Well, so somebody out there try to find out if there's anybody called Skynet and let us know. Um, yeah. Or Skynet, if you're listening to our podcast. Don't shut down um, the podcast, please. No, don't shut down the podcast. We're all pro Skynet. Yeah. Um, well, apparently I'm not. But don't shut us down. Just let us know. Tweet us. Hashtag Skynet is real. I'll disable your um, circuit boards by dripping down long nuts, wet balls in it. Whoa. <laughs> you hear that? Captain Long Nuts has been called into action. Jesus. That would have been a great moment for one of those holy shit, like, you know, tunes that it's fucking gone yeah oh, <laughs> I like that um, I'm, I'm with you I'm all for the I could be like so down for a machine and person of interest something like that where it's been basically taught morality yeah um, spoilers <laughs> yeah I don't know why fine spoilers <laughs> um, but we, no, we know watch it. Good show. Yeah. Um, we've already spoken about it before a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would be... Where do you fall down on this, Adam? Or come down on this? With what? Sorry, dude? Skynet. With, like... Well, not Skynet, but... Well, yeah, Skynet. Well, you know, he's already said it's a bad idea. But no, I think, like, surveillance in general. You know, in terms of the government like monitoring really... things to protect us and... I so, uh, whether uh, it's... Having to really dig into people's privacy, you mean? No, well, whether, whether there's a screening well, process, in order, to, or let's say there's like an automated machine that mm-hmm. scans everything from like phone calls, text messages, emails, anything basically electronic that can include messages. There's this uh, 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 machine that scans all of that, highlights certain stuff. Like I said, if I send a message to Sean, where I was just like, you know, oh, I can't believe Obama got um, addicted again. Sorry, I can't believe Obama got elected again. Um, I, I'd rather see him dead. LOL. Like, that would get highlighted in the message of being like, you know, Obama dead, but it would, like, register as being, like, potentially a joke, but maybe fold somewhere in a, a subcategory of, like, is this a joke or it doesn't need to be investigated further, depending on, like, further communication about this particular subject. And then to the point that, um, uh, if you are, like, really heavy and you're, like, hardcore about, saying, yes, I want to kill this person and assassinate them, I'm going to look into it, that then gets passed on to the appropriate people that should look into it. Um, let's say that you've got that procedure in place. A lot of people uh, would be against that kind of thing because they're like, it's involving my privacy. Or privacy, depending where you're from. I hate the fucking word privacy. Yeah, I agree. I don't know, I don't... I don't have a problem with it too much. But <laughs> just know, if shit goes to, like, everything hits the fan, I'm going off the grid... I'm going to get me a trench coat. I'm going to hide in a department store. Get yourself some Converse. That's right. Get me some yeah, Converse. Get a shotgun and saw off the handle. Yeah. Watch try string around it. Slow motion in a club. I'm doing that. 
All right, All just right. so we're clear. Sean knows what I'm talking about. Scott hasn't caught up yet. No, I do. Well, when you first started describing it, I was thinking more like Jack Bauer in 24 when they <laughs> found him. He had the hoodie, the converse. He didn't have the shotgun. But I was like, that could work. He went off the grid. <laughs> I was thinking more Terminator. I was thinking more Colby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, I don't know. I don't, I don't have an issue with it too much. I think it's quite scary. People being able to like home in and stuff, but you've got nothing to hide. You've got nothing to worry about. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. Like I find, and like no offense to anybody out there who's got a problem with it or anything, but fuck those people. I, I, I don't have any issue. Like if somebody wants to, okay, I've got an issue with hackers hacking my computer and like putting stuff out there. Not that I've got anything to hide, you know, but still some of us I've, do. Yeah, but I mean, even I mean, that's. I think there's a line between like people illegally hacking your computers and it being done from a protection standpoint. So, um, but again, like I said, I've got nothing to hide. If somebody wants to put my search history out there and they put out like you know four foot three brunette getting fucked and it gets associated with my name and my search history, well, okay, fine. I might be a bit embarrassed, but so be it. Um, I tend to think that people that have got like real big problems with it must have something that they're trying to hide. Yeah. yeah. But that's just me. And again, like I say, it's not to say that they do, but it's just that's kind of where I come down on it. So go on, crack, crack a joke about that, you cookie cunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, way to drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay, well... um <clears throat> Okay, let's uh, let's wrap this uh, this bad boy up. Sean, finish us off. Rub us off with a a humorous story of some sort that we can have a further giggle about. That no doubt we can get young Chantel. <laughs> a story that we can get. Um, we can no doubt uh, relate back to young Chantel. That okay, is her name, well, right, Chantel? I am not going to listen to this. I have no <laughs> idea who you are and what that tree is. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, speaking of rubbing off. Oh. Oof. Oof. So, Sand- uh, <laughs> in a place called uh, Murfreesboro, 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 something like that. In Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee, yeah, yeah. A 49 year old man was arrested. Ooh. According to WKRN, Lonnie Hutton, <laughs> hey, name and shame him. Walked into a local bar in Tennessee, removed his trousers, Whoa. and then proceeded to have sex with the bar's ATM. What? Um. Now, as far as I know, ATMs are usually like you're supposed to make withdrawals, not deposits. But fine. Well, okay, wait a minute. Give us. Um, you know better than us. Um, what does an ATM? How is the ATM machine different in America than over here? Because obviously, over here, the the the, the place where you need to put your card in is generally kind of like. Now I'm five eleven and a half, and the <laughs> the place where you have to insert your card, pretty small. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's like like in the same also the same height as my chest. Okay, so the only the only difference I could say is I have seen some ATM machines or some cash machines where the dispenser is lower down. It's uh-huh. almost like a tray, uh-huh. kind of like at a ticket station or something where the, your your train tickets would come out. So it's a, this guy had to be on drugs. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Responding officers found him walking around the bar, no mm. longer engaged with the ATM because he apparently <laughs> made a deposit. What? Um, 
Dude, where's ah. your holy shit thing? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Just one second. I'll cut it in. Hold on. Imagine if this is how Skynet started. Wait a minute, Sean. Oh my god. <laughs> Repeat what you just said, Sean, so Adam can add in his little sound effect. Okay, so, responding officers found him walking around the bar, no longer engaged with the ATM as he apparently made his deposits. <laughs> there it is. Now, if you didn't think that was enough, and we all did, apparently, as their officers were trying to arrest him, he continued to thrust his hips while he was running around the bar. <laughs> Half naked. Half naked. So he's literally like that, running around the bar. Woo! Helicopter! Just like throwing his short nuts all over the place. Yeah, no long nuts, because long nuts is over here with us. <laughs> After securing Hudson, the police escorted him outside and told him to sit on a nearby picnic table. Hudson? Hutton. <laughs> Why didn't you put them in charge? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So they, they have him sit down on a picnic table. Apparently his lust for inanimate objects proving insatiable, he quickly began to have sex with his newfound seat. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this guy is... He... <sighs> sounds like he needs to go to Arkham. I think... He, he's obviously got a condition of uh, some sort of um, a sexual... Um, uh, Fetish or um, thing that he he needs to do it. I don't know, man. I'm lost. I think he was just fucking drunk out of his mind. Let's like, hook him up with Charlie. Well, I don't know, because like you would have thought they would have mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you would have thought like going into a bar and doing. I get, but you would have thought like maybe at some point he would have ordered a drink. They would have mentioned that he would have ordered a drink before or during or after the encounter, but didn't. And there's no reference of, I'm assuming, of him being, like, drunk, so... Oh, it, no, it said, um... Oh, he was intoxicated. It says, the jilted Romeo was snatched from his latest flame and arrested for public intoxication. Oh, shit. Um, I would probably imagine uh, public indecency, um, violating an ATM machine, raping a fucking picnic table, should all be added onto the list of charges. Uh, last line of the story says his bail was set at $250. Uh, meaning the sweet nothing, meaning the next sweet nothing whispered by his lover, may be insufficient funds. Okay, I get it. That's a joke. Back to the ATM. Ha <laughs> um, <laughs> ha so, But like oh, I said, this, this this could be the beginning of Skynet. Jesus. Raping ATM machines. Yeah. Well, you know, if if the machine Skynet, feels violated. Yeah, and this Skynet exists and is monitoring us through all forms of you know surveillance and stuff. ATM machines have a camera. Can you imagine, like, picture the future, okay? Like, the dystopian future where <laughs> everything's all run down and the hunter killers and stuff, and you've got people huddled in this abandoned building around a fire, and one of the kids are like, how did the war start? <laughs> and there's this awkward look. Wow. Well, <laughs> and they're like, oh. Well, way back in 2015, a man named Lonnie Hutton... <laughs> Got drunk and, and violated an ATM. <laughs> Skynet became aware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, August 7, 1997. Oh, 2015, he said, damn it. Yeah. Uh, Skynet became aware that it really did not like jizz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what we should do? Like, between now and the next time that we um, 
because I imagine the next recording will probably be one, hopefully, to do with Comic-Con. After that, when we hit the conspiracy stuff, we should come back to this, revisit it, and but in the meantime, we'll pre-record a little something. We should do a little script of that scenario. <gasps> and we'll act it out. <laughs> Great idea. We'll have some kid like asking how it all happened, and then we'll, all three of us will come up with an over-elaborate story scripted of how... How it all happened from our different perspectives. 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 From our different. Yeah, shit. Um, (laughs) From wherever we were in the world at the time that it happened. I think that would be good. Good. I'm all for it. Awesome. Sounds good. Alright. my friend, my Arta unit, my companion, anything to add to the conclusion of the story? Yes. Yes. To all of our American brethren out there, by the time you've listened to this, you would have celebrated your Independence Day. So happy 4th of July. Absolutely. I second that. Yeah, happy 4th of July to not just them, but to everybody who deserves a their independence. Their independence, yes. Long nuts. Uh, message to Charlene. <laughs> and she wins the fuck you nomination for this week, I think. Uh, hands down. Uh, <laughs> any uh, con- uh, contestion from anyone else about that? Nope. Cookie Cup can get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is a podcast? Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. You stupid fucking cunt. Fuck you! Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. Good <laughs> <laughs> gosh. Right, okay, for the, so, for this episode of Nashcast, I am Scott. I am Sean. I am Adam. <laughs> you didn't do it slow enough, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, good journey, motherfuckers. Good journey, cookie cunts. <laughs> Good journey. <laughs> Someone once told me that time was a predator that stalked us all our lives. But I rather believe that time is a companion who goes with us on the journey, reminds us to cherish every moment. Because it'll never come again. What we leave behind not as important as how we live. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth.
They're only mortal. 